Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Wednesday, August 30th, and we start with local news. Roy Brooks, a former Columbia firefighter who was terminated last year from the city, allegedly responded during an active shooter situation at Columbia Central High School on May 3rd, wearing tactical gear and carrying an AR-15 rifle. A true bill of indictment was returned by a grand jury on the charge of carrying a weapon on school property, a Class E felony, according to District Attorney Brent Cooper. Columbia Police Chief Jeremy Alsup confirmed to Main Street Murray he saw video of Brooks on site and around Columbia police officers, but that he was not an authorized member of any local response team. Also said the reason Brooks was not arrested immediately is neither he nor his team deemed Brooks to be a threat and were concerned more about the safety of the students and staff in the school building. In a YouTube video posted two years ago on the city's website, Brooks can be seen training with the special response unit in similar tactical gear. When I was alerted that Brooks was there, I spoke with the sheriff, other chiefs around, and with the EMS director where he worked, and he was not there representing any of those people, Alsup said. According to the city's website, the SWAT team's purpose is to complement the department's total service program by providing for the deployment and use of specialized equipment and tactics when necessary to contend with unusual and high-risk situations that cannot be effectively handled by normal operations. This unit will provide efficient and effective law enforcement service to the community by providing highly trained and motivated personnel schooled in the use and deployment of special weaponry and advanced tactics. Among that special weaponry is an AR-15 rifle. Post-termination, Brooks told Main Street Murray he was being treated for post-traumatic stress disorder and anxiety. His personnel records indicate he did take additional leave time under the Family and Medical Leave Act through the 1st of June of 2022, but was terminated before the end of the leave. He appealed his termination to the City Civil Service Board, where the board found sufficient evidence to uphold his termination. Columbia Central Principal Dr. Michael Steele learned about the unauthorized person on site on August 22nd, which prompted him to question district leadership as to why he was not given that information beforehand. Why are we finding out in August that a guy with a white t-shirt and khaki pants brought an AR-15 to my school? Steele, a Marine and former law enforcement officer, asked. I'm not a cop anymore. If I brought a loaded weapon into the school, I would go to jail, he said. Murray County Superintendent Lisa Ventura first told Columbia Central High School teachers at a meeting last Friday morning about the incident and Brooks's potential involvement, leaving several staff and administrators perplexed with the lack of communication. Ventura said when she was alerted to the fact in May an unauthorized person may have been on campus, she immediately turned over the information to the sheriff's department. Ventura told Main Street Murray on why she did not alert the administration, I didn't want to create mass hysteria. The only people who knew were my chief of security and his supervisor, she said. Principal Steele was suspended without pay by the district following the meeting for allegations of policy violations, which Steele says were conveyed as creating a hostile working environment. Protecting my staff and students trumps any disciplinary action that would come my way and always will, Steele said. Brooks was booked into the Murray County Sheriff's Office Friday, on a $10,000 surety bond. 
The Charter Appeals Commission wants to hear from Murray County residents. On September 21st, the American Classical Education Charter Appeal will be heard in Murray County at Horace O. Porter School, located at 1101 Bridge Street in Columbia. The Appeals Commission wants to hear whether Murray County citizens citizens are for or against a charter school in Murray County. The Murray County Public Schools Board of Education voted down the amended application by American Classical Education to open the county's first public charter school this summer. The Charter Commission is accepting written public comments for the public hearing on the American Classical Academy Murray Public Charter School Appeal. The Commission will continue to accept written public comments until one week after the conclusion of the public hearing, September 28th at 4 p.m. In accordance with the Tennessee Open Records Act, any comment submitted by a member of the public and the name and basic contact information of anyone who signs up to make a comment is considered a public record and may be provided in response to a public records request. Please contact charterschool.appeals at tn.gov with any questions. For the first time this fall, adults ages 60 and older have a powerful new tool to combat respiratory syncytial virus, or RSV. The Food and Drug Administration approved the first RSV vaccines for adults 60 and older this spring, and organizations like Murray Regional Health are encouraging those eligible to talk to their physician about getting vaccinated. It's important that the older members of our community are aware of these new RSV vaccines, because they're typically the demographic that has the most risk of developing serious complications from the virus, said Dr. Christina Lanham, Chief Medical Officer for Murray Regional Health. Most RSV infections cause cold-like symptoms, but some can be more dangerous for older adults, especially for those who have chronic heart or lung disease, certain underlying health conditions, a weakened immune system, or for those living in nursing homes or long-term care facilities. They could develop severe complications like lung infections, bronchitis, or pneumonia. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, between 60 and 160,000 adults 60 and older are hospitalized annually in the United States due to RSV, and between 6 and 10,000 die due to RSV infection. Our immune systems weaken as we age, which is why our older population is more susceptible to serious complications from RSV. That's why the vaccine is so important for seniors, Dr. Lanham said. If you're 60 or older, talk to your physician about if the RSV vaccine is right for you, she said. Symptoms of RSV usually appear within four to six days after infection and include a runny nose, decrease in appetite, coughing, sneezing, high fever, and wheezing. Over-the-counter fever reducers can help manage fever, and it's also important to drink plenty of fluids if experiencing any symptoms. Some easy ways to help limit the spread of RSV include washing your hands often, avoiding touching your face with unwashed hands, avoiding close contact with sick people, covering your mouth when coughing or sneezing, disinfecting surfaces often, and most importantly, staying home when you're sick, Dr. Lanham said. Those 60 years and older who are interested in receiving the RSV vaccine should talk to their health care provider. For more information on respiratory illnesses, visit www.murrayregional.com forward slash respiratory dash illnesses. First Farmers and Merchants Bank, a Columbia, Tennessee-based bank wholly owned wholly by First Farmers and Merchants Corporation, announced that it received the CARE Award from the Tennessee Area Council of Boys and Girls Clubs. 
The CARE, or Children Are the Reason for Excellence Award, recognizes an individual or business for their outstanding in-kind or direct support to their local Boys and Girls Club. First Farmers was chosen from many nominations from 22 Boys and Girls Club organizations with over 70 clubs in Tennessee. First Farmers has supported Boys and Girls Clubs of South Central Tennessee since its inception in 1999, including financial support, involved volunteer board members, and organizing volunteer efforts from financial workshops to serving meals to children. Commenting on the award, Robert E. Krimmel, Chief Financial Officer, said, First Farmers has been a long-term supporter of Boys and Girls Clubs of South Central Tennessee, and I've been very impressed with their high-quality leadership and programs. I was fortunate to be invited to join their board earlier this year and realized their need for more funding to support their programs. I am pleased to announce that First Farmers increased their corporate giving to Boys and Girls Clubs of South Central Tennessee by 250% to $25,000 per year for the next four years. We are very excited about increasing our sponsorship and look forward to their continued support of their programs that serve Murray and Giles Counties, he said. Commenting on the award, Ginny Wright, Chief Executive Officer of Boys and Girls Clubs of South Central Tennessee, said, First Farmers and Merchants Bank has supported our Boys and Girls Clubs since its inception in 1999 and in 2023 became the single largest corporate sponsor. Their corporate gift will provide funding to our endowment and allow us to provide more financial aid and scholarships to families in need to ensure no child in our community is turned away based on household income. Their outstanding sponsorship over the years literally kept the lights on for us. They have provided dedicated bank employees to serve on the board of directors who have contributed hundreds of hours of community service. Their employees volunteer to serve club youth directly through opportunities like serving Thanksgiving meals to club kids and families, participating in career talks during the Teen Center's Career Week, serving at the local soup kitchen alongside teens in our Keystone and Torch clubs, and more. We are very proud that First Farmers and their entire team was recognized with the CARE Award for their past and continued support to Boys and Girls Clubs of South Central Tennessee. Neighbors of the Murray County Fairgrounds might be accustomed to the roar of a tractor pull during the first weekend in September, but horses winning will be a new experience. The rodeo returns for its second year at the fair and will be the arena event on Thursday night beginning at 6.30 p.m. This year is the first time the rodeo was organized by locals. The Murray County Fair and Exposition will run August 31st through September 4th, bringing family fun with a lineup of livestock shows, carnival rides, and a thrilling series of back arena events. This year's specialty act for the Murray County Fair's Bulls, Barrels, and Bronx Night will be a team of capuchin monkey cowboys called Team Ghost Riders who ride border collies and herd sheep in the arena. Each evening will feature an arena event, Friday is the tractor pull, where three classes of tractors and one truck class will compete for a full pull. Motocross, an off-road motorcycle race presented by Southern Supercross MX Racing, will headline the arena on Saturday. Both Sunday and Monday nights will see the Junk Car Jump and Run event. The rodeo is taking the place of the Monster Truck Show that has made the arena lineup in years past. Carnival rides will be in abundance, courtesy of Kissel Entertainment, and Sevier County Aviation will return with helicopter rides above the fairgrounds. For tots who aren't quite big enough for the carnival rides but still looking to enjoy the fair, the Kid Zone will be making a reappearance with science shows and animal exhibits aplenty. The fair is host to five livestock shows, including dairy, beef, sheep, goat, and poultry shows, Murray County University of Tennessee Agricultural Extension plays a leading role in organizing the livestock shows. 
Line dancing, both traditional and soul, can be found in the Senior Citizen Building on Friday and Saturday nights, as well as Zumba and Tai Chi on Saturday afternoon. Here's what to know. With hours and admission, fair gates open on Thursday and Friday at 4 p.m., on Saturday at noon, and on Sunday and Monday at 2 p.m. The Midway opens on Thursday and Friday at 6 p.m., Saturday at 2, and Sunday and Monday at 3 p.m. Admission for Thursday is $10 for both adults and children. On Friday, admission is $10 for adults, $5 for children. On Saturday, Sunday, it's $12 for adults and 5 bucks for children. Three-day passes are available online. A child's three-day pass is $12, an adult three-day pass, $25. The fair is free for veterans, first responders, and children under the age of six. Tickets and passes are available at the gate and in advance on the Murray County Fair website at www.murraycountyfair.com. The website also features the fair book with more information about each event. Columbia's first annual Arts in Murray will take place at the Memorial Building on Saturday, September 9th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., a fundraiser for the Crossroads to Home Coalition. The event will feature local artwork including paintings, photography, sculpture, stained glass, pottery, and jewelry. Additionally, a tasting of both food and wine can be enjoyed from noon to 4 p.m. Grinder Switch and Natchez Hills will provide the wine and delicious food. This art, wine, and cheese event is sponsored by TriStar Bank, and all proceeds benefit the Crossroads to Home Cafe. At the cafe, homeless individuals can have a cup of coffee, eat lunch, take a shower, and find needed items of clothing. They also find people who listen and care. Every effort is made to connect them with organizations that specialize in their area of need. With a stated goal to provide a hand up, not just a hand out, the Crossroads works toward connecting people with what they need to live as valued, comfortable residents of Murray County. According to Organization Board President Dr. Mark Kirschbaum, Arts in Murray provides a connection between those with a great need in our community and art, which is a great gift in our community, he said. No stranger to organizing art shows, Joe Kilgore and the Art Show Committee have put together an exciting event that celebrates Murray County while making it a better home for all its people. Admission to Arts in Murray is $25 per person. Ages 10 and under can attend free of charge. Tickets are available online at eventbrite.com or in person at the cafe, which is located at 1001 Galloway Street, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Spring Hill's Worldwide Stages, the premier production campus for the world's entertainment industry, announced last week that it has launched its Regulation A stock offering to raise $75 million to build new sound stages and facilities to support the growing demand for music, TV, film, and virtual production in the Middle Tennessee area. The offering was qualified with the Securities and Exchange Commission last week and allows anyone to now invest in the company. The launch of the Reg A offering was covered by financial, major financial news reports such as Yahoo Finance, Benzinga, Market Watch, Seeking Alpha, Market Insider, Morningstar, and over 250 other global press outlets. Worldwide Stage is located in a 320,000 square foot facility in Spring Hill, offers a luxurious and secure environment for A-list entertainers and production companies to rehearse, record, and film. The campus features four sound stages ranging from 3,000 to 21,000 square feet, thousands of square feet of green rooms and production suites, a private 70-seat theater, grand lobbies and atriums for industry events, 
on-site food and beverage service, on-site industry vendors, and over 1,000 parking spaces on 38 acres of beautiful, rolling Murray County countryside. The company plans to use the proceeds from the reggae offering to construct additional sound stages and amenities, as well as to acquire state-of-the-art equipment and technology to enhance its services. We're excited to share this opportunity with our community and invite them to join us in our vision of transforming the entertainment production landscape in Middle Tennessee and beyond, said Kelly Fry, CEO of Worldwide Stages. We believe that our campus provides an unparalleled value proposition for our clients who can enjoy the convenient comfort, security, and quality of our facilities without compromising in their creative vision, he said. Worldwide Stages was founded in 2019 by entertainment industry veterans and its CEO, Kelly Fry, was recently recognized by the Nashville Post as one of the most influential people in Nashville. Since its inception, the company has hosted numerous feature film and TV production companies and music artists on its campus. The new Amazon Studios' Nicole Kidman feature film, Holland, Michigan, was recently shot at Worldwide Stages. For more information about Worldwide Stages and its reggae offering, please visit www.invest.worldwidestages.com or contact info at worldwidestages.com. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Billy Keith Martin Sr., 91, a retired sergeant with the Tennessee Highway Patrol and a resident of Columbia, died Monday, August 28th at NHC Murray Regional Transitional Care. Funeral services will be conducted Thursday at 2 p.m. at Graymere Church of Christ. Burial will follow in Haynes Cemetery. Honors will be provided by Tennessee Highway Patrol Honor Guard. The family will visit with friends on Thursday from 12 p.m. until service time at the church. Betty Ruth Berry Bates, 89, a retired bookkeeper for Bel Air Healthcare and a resident of Columbia, died Saturday, August 26th at Life Care of Columbia. Funeral services will be conducted on Wednesday at 11 a.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Pleasant Mount Cemetery. Mr. George Otis Cochran, 90, a retired employee of Ford Motor Company, custodian for Kaiser Elementary School and a resident of Ypsilanti, Michigan, died Saturday, August 26th at Angela Hospice in Livonia, Michigan. Graveside service for Mr. Cochran will be held at 11 a.m. Friday, September 1st at Anderson Stevenson Hunt Cemetery in Hickman County. The family will visit with friends on Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Janice Gilly of Atlanta, Georgia, passed away on August 26th. A memorial service will be held Friday, September 1st at 3 p.m. at St. Peter's Episcopal Church in Columbia. Burial will follow in St. John's Churchyard at Ashwood. The family will visit with friends on Friday from 2 p.m. until service time at the church. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors are assisting the family with arrangements. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why your satisfaction is so important to Jeff Hargrove and Susie Sowell. There's a great deal of satisfaction in serving a family and serving them well. It's an eye for detail and thoughtfulness, and taking the time to see that things are done right. 
We do have nice facilities and good people, and we work hard to do things well, but we don't want that to intimidate people as to what they think it will cost. Taking care of you is our primary concern. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have sunny weather today and a high of 85 degrees. Winds will be out of the north-northeast at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect clear skies and a low of 57. Winds will be out of the north-northeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance... Our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see shelter agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. The fair is back. Murray County Fair returns August 31st to September 4th. Rodeo air, jump and run competitions, and motocross. Check out live exotic animals and science shows in the free kids zone. And enjoy all the carnival rides, games, and food you know and love. Livestock shows, exhibitor competitions, the rodeo, and so much more. Don't miss the Murray County Fair, August 31st to September 4th, on Facebook and Instagram at Murray County Fair and Exposition and online at murraycountyfair.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. 
Don't put off getting your oil changed, Columbia. Take five is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take five is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. Visit their newest location at 1203 South James Campbell Avenue and take advantage of their $15 off grand opening special. That's right, $15 off any oil change, Columbia. Take five, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. They're faster than you think. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. The Tennessee special session ended with shouts and shoves, with taxpayers footing a $58,000 per day bill as lawmakers fought over how best to proceed in the wake of the deadly Covenant school shooting back in March. Though Governor Bill Lee said Tuesday he was encouraged by the special session he called, many lawmakers left the Capitol on Tuesday disgruntled, frustrated with stubborn politics between chambers and boiling partisan tempers in the House. Despite House ambitions to do more, a days-long stalemate with the Senate led lawmakers to pass just three bills, several of which direct State Departments to continue work they already currently do. They also passed an appropriation measure to pay for it all and send more money toward mental health services. The bills passed were House Bill 7012, which directs the Tennessee Department of Safety to provide free firearm locks and exempts the retail sale of firearm safes and firearm safety devices from sales tax. The Department of Safety had previously had a lock giveaway program and had excess locks on hand. House Bill 7041 which directs the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation to submit a report on human trafficking to the governor's office and legislature. The TBI already collects and manages this data. House Bill 7013, which reduces the maximum time within which court clerks must notify the TBI of the final results of criminal proceedings against a person. Lawmakers approved more than $100 million towards certain public safety issues, though most of the money was earmarked as one-time non-recurring funding. These appropriations included $1.6 million in revenue decrease to permanently end sales tax on gun safes, one and a half, or I'm sorry, $1.1 million non-recurring for public service announcement campaign on gun storage, a $10 million non-recurring appropriation for school safety grants for public and charter schools that do not already have full-time school resource officers for the 2023-24 school year, $50 million non-recurring appropriations for community mental health agencies to provide mental health services, $12.1 million in non-recurring funds for sign-on and retention bonuses for behavioral health professionals at the Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services, $3 million in non-recurring funds for a behavioral health scholarship program to provide a stipend for Tennessee residents pursuing a degree in behavioral health-related fields, $4 million in non-recurring money for behavioral health safety net programs to provide mental health services, $30 million in non-recurring money for safety school safety grants for public and private colleges and universities, and funding to pay for staff, per diem, travel expenses incurred to hold the special session. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Specific schedules for the ninth Annual Pilgrimage Music and Cultural Festival were released yesterday with stages and times for each of the weekend's performances. Musical acts The Black Crows, The Lumineers, Ashley McBride, and Zach Bryan, among a myriad of others, were previously announced for the two-day event's multiple stages, happening at the park at Harlandsdale and Franklin on September 23rd and 4th. Other acts include Better Than Ezra, Mike Ferris, Bones Owens, Margaret Price, and many more. Children under the age of seven are free with an adult general admission ticket holder. Tickets and parking passes are currently on sale, and the full festival schedule is also available at www.pilgrimagefestival.com. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM WKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.